Welcome to Walking Free, and this is Pastor Evan Buyaker. Today I'm here with Laura Aspiotis, and I actually met Laura over at uh, Barnes & Noble through a mutual friend, and we got to talking uh, one day, and she told me some of her story, and I was really impressed how God has worked in her life. Uh, it's a pretty amazing story, so uh, let's, uh, let's hear what Laura has to say. How are you doing, Laura? Very well, thank you. Oh, good. Um, so... Before we get into your story, uh, what's one thing that you like about God? One, there's so many, but one that really stands out is that we're all children of God and He loves us all no matter what. And I know that through all the hardships and trials that I've been through in my life, that God has always been there for me and he's loved me even though I didn't acknowledge him. And he saved me from so many things that could have taken my life. And here I am now. And I'm so glad that my life has been turned around. Yeah, me too, Laura. I'm glad you're here right now. And, uh, you know, you mentioned being a child of God. And that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately, too. And uh, being a child of God and being part of the royal family, it's really a high privilege, really high privilege. Mm -hmm. So, Laura, um, what was your life like before you met Jesus? Um, I was uh, the part of my life that was the hardest is when I was an exotic dancer and... I was an alcoholic. Um, I was miserable. I didn't know what joy was. I had never had joy in my life. So all I was thinking of is making money and doing whatever I had to to make money. And um, so I did some things that were really bad. And... Um, I've also been married five times, and um, I was just a lost lamb. I was a lo I was lost. I had no direction in my life. Mm. Uh, where were you at in this point in your life? Were you um, were you in what state were you in, and what kind of oh, situation? I was, was in um, Alaska. Alaska, um, mostly. In Las Vegas, and before that, I moved around a lot. Just okay. moved around a lot, searching and mm -hmm. just doing. What trying you to find to happiness, and I never found it because it's not where you live that gives you happiness. So, you said you weren't finding happiness. What What was happening? When did you realize that what you were doing wasn't giving you happiness, and you needed something more? When did I, you know, I, well, when I had my son, Griffin, I had joy, but it wasn't the fullness of joy that Jesus Christ brings. But it wasn't until I started speaking to the missionaries at my church, from the church, and they started introducing me to the gospel. Mm. And 
then I felt the spirit and I just knew every time I read the Bible and every time I talked to them, I, I started feeling joy, real joy. And after that, I've just never stopped um, trying to live the gospel. And I got baptized. And so I remember uh, when we were talking one time, you, you mentioned that you wake up every morning feeling that joy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that's that was uh, that impacted me because I I'm trying to wake up each morning now and remember what my hope is in Jesus. Like uh, even this morning, I uh, I woke up and I thought, wow, I really have a lot to be thankful for. And I'm looking forward to Jesus coming back soon. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, leading up to uh, uh, leading up to your your conversion experience of meeting Jesus, you were. Um, entangled with some things in Alaska, you said. Now, can you share with uh, us anything about that? Or um, like with the uh, investigating the FBI, that kind of thing? Oh, can yes. you share any of that? Yes. Okay. Um, because I was a dancer and I was really good at what I did as far as manipulation and getting, making a lot of money. Um the FBI had been observing me undercover. And so when I quit dancing, oh, also I knew the Hells Angels mm. really well. When I was a dancer, they came to the club all the time. So I didn't see them outside the club, but they trusted me completely. So the FBI approached me after I quit dancing and asked me to infiltrate the F, uh, the Hells Angels. Mm. And I started doing it, and it, they trusted me. They were doing their drugs and dealing their drugs and everything around me. Well, I didn't do drugs, so I did drink a lot, but I kept my wits about me enough to know that I was in an extremely dangerous situation and that if I continued that on that path, that um, my life would never be the same ever and that I'd never be hide from them. So um, they just put me on different duty to um, do cover drug sting operations around Alaska. And, um, and then I was assaulted and that was the end of that. So, hmm. so how do you see God's hand working in that? Did uh, you feel his protection during that time? Uh, I'm sure you were in some dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't acknowledge him, but in retrospect, I know that he was there for me. He was there. And he saved my life um, on many occasions when I made really dumb decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's encouraging to know that even when we're, we don't really know him or don't acknowledge him, that he's still there providing a degree of protection. I mean, yeah, because you, I mean, you could have been killed. You 
all kinds of stuff could have happened and he protected you. Yeah, when you're dealing with drugs. Yeah. Because that's what I was doing. They were having me buy and sell drugs and and I could only associate with that type of people. So I was constantly in danger. And if I had been found out, that probably would have been the end of me. Yeah, it would have been the end of you. Wow. Um, you know, so how... Time-wise, from the time you you left infiltrating the Hell's Angels and working with the FBI, how long was it until you actually met Jesus um, and and acknowledged him from that point? Oh, wow. Uh, Fifteen years, It's about 15 years. Okay. And so fast forward 15 years, you met Jesus and... He's changed your life. You wake up every day and you you think, wow, it's great to be alive. Yes. Now, what's he doing for you in your life today, Laura? Um, well, first of all, and most importantly, is that I feel his love. I constantly feel his love. Even when I'm going through trials, I feel his love and I keep my faith, and I know that I'll get through it because he loves me, and um, that also if I do something wrong and I make mistakes, I know that I'm forgiven, and I repent, and I try to do better and keep his commandments. And I don't know, it's his love, his charity, his his patience with me and so much joy that I have. It's beyond description. I I don't think there's any words to describe the joy that I now feel. That's beautiful. Yeah. What I love about God is that even when we make mistakes that he, he forgives us and he calls us. I love how you expressed it too. You know, you don't want to do those things that you did anymore. You said you repent and, uh, you want to get to know him better and better. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, in these tough times, Laura, that you've experienced, uh, what are some Bible verses that God has used to encourage you through tough times or or uh, help you through your life? Well, the first one that when I was reading the scriptures, when um, around the time I was baptized, I was reading Matthew I started at Luke, but then I went to Matthew. And what struck me the most was Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And it says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And um, also, John sixteen These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. 
and John 14, 26, and 27. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And one more, um, John fourteen six. Um, Jesus said unto him, "I am the way, the lo- the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me." So those are just a few. I mean, there's so many, but. I've been reading John lately, and um, so those are the ones that most recently have uh, helped me through my latest challenges and Mm. trials that I've been through. Yeah, it's really encouraging to hear that uh, you're staying close to God even amidst the trials. And, uh, you know, I really like the one you shared about coming to Jesus um, when we're weary and heavy laden, because, uh, you know, often we'll go search for other things to find rest in. But really, God is the only one who can promise peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something I'm learning day by day, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, Laura, uh, it's been really great having you, you here to uh, to share some with us. Uh, I know some people are really going to appreciate what you had to say. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Any last thoughts or comments? Um, I'm not good at quoting scripture because it's only been a year since I've been baptized. and um, So I do know that what I have learned through Jesus Christ and through God and getting to know them um is to never give up hope and to look to them for answers and to always pray and that if you are going through trials or challenges and you don't know God then um I can testify that your life will change tremendously and you will know joy in your life amen amen well thanks for being here laura um this is walking free everybody and we'll we'll uh, be with you next time bye this podcast is a production of the carolina conference of the seventh day adventist church